0: You're listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go, a podcast that'll change how you think and change your life. I'm Willie Horton, and I'm a psychologist, been helping people change their lives since 1996. Broadcasting from the French Alps, and delighted to have you along. Let's take this week's step in the right direction. Something to reflect upon. Over the years, have you ever had flashes of the kind of life that you would love to live? These flashes very often wouldn't come at a time when you would expect them. In other words, you mightn't get a flash when you're on holidays and you say to yourself, oh, I'd love to live in a place like this. That's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about almost insights where it suddenly occurs to you, oh yeah, This is the kind of life I would love to have, or this is the kind of experience I would love to have. And then the flash is gone. That's the nature of flashes, obviously. They come and they go. And they often come at the most peculiar times. Some people assume that these flashes will come during meditation. Generally, they don't, because meditation is an exercise, a training exercise in developing your ability to be present. But I'm not saying they don't come during meditation, but generally speaking, they come when Least expected, I suppose. I suppose the fact of the matter is that we don't expect these flashes at all, because when they do come, they are not just out of the blue, they are dismissed as being so ridiculous or so unrealistic that they are just let go as quickly as they arrived. And yet, these little flashes that we have from time to time are messages from our insightful selves messages from our intuition, messages from the part of us that knows. These are messages that say to us, this is actually the life that you deserve. This is the kind of experience that you deserve to have. This is the kind of carefree experience that should be part and parcel of your everyday life. And yet we dismiss them completely. And we dismiss them for a variety of reasons, the most fundamental of which is that they are just flashes. They come and go very quickly and very often we won't even be able to remember what flashed through our minds 10 minutes later. It's a lot like... I remember many years ago, a client of mine saying to me that if he had a pound for every bright idea he had had in the shower in the morning, he would be a wealthy man. But the fact of the matter was that by the time he got out of the shower every morning, he'd forgotten what the bright idea was. In the same way as very often we have a significant dream we've talked about dreaming before, during the course of the night. And when we wake up in the morning, we remember its significance, and we might remember it for a minute or two, but by the time we've got out of bed, we've forgotten it. It is in the nature of things that are flashed before our eyes, so to speak, from our subconscious mind, that because they are so transient, because they are so different, because they are so left field, a curved ball, a positive curved ball if you will, it's because they are such curved balls that we either miss them or dismiss them. And obviously because of the way the normal mind works, we are set up to dismiss these messages. And yet, as I said a moment ago, these are messages from the part of you that knows these are insights into the kind of life that you deserve we talked about deserving in an episode a few weeks ago and we talked about how when we use our minds normally we believe ourselves to be totally undeserving that of course is an enormous mistake by virtue of the fact that For starters, we are an integral part of the universe and the universe wouldn't exist without us. We're meant to have all good things. It's what some people call abundance. And even if your religious faith, for example, would suggest otherwise to you. Again, we talked a couple of weeks ago about our belief in the Western world that we are hopeless sinners in need of redemption. That's me paraphrasing a whole load of theology. If you read your Bible, you will realize that you are meant to have life, and have life to the full. It's a phrase I used in last week's episode of living your life to the full. However, the normal mind will dismiss these flashes for one very logical reason, and that is, to the normal mind, these flashes will appear to be totally unrealistic. Why will they be totally unrealistic? Well, for a variety of inbuilt reasons. The first of which is that the insights that they provide into the kind of life that you are meant to live are completely opposite to the experience that you have on an everyday basis. But in that sentence is the key to how you need to move on in your life, because It is the everyday experience of everyday life, the same everyday that holds you back. When we use our minds normally, as we've said before, we operate on automatic pilot. And obviously any automatic pilot, yours included, using the same programs which yours do day to day will always bring you back to the same place, on the same set of rails, in the same way, and nothing out of the ordinary ever takes place. That's just how the normal mind works, full stop. Now, the sad fact is that the vast majority of people in this world don't know that that is how their mind is working. Don't know that actually that is how their mind is working against them. They don't know that as they struggle and strive to change even small aspects of their lives, they're up against an immovable object, their own automatic pilot. They're up against themselves, they're up against how they pay attention to the thoughts that hold them back. Not the thoughts themselves, but just how they give them their attention mentioned meditation a couple of minutes ago and that is why meditation is so important because meditation takes our attention away from those thoughts by bringing our attention into the here and now and once you stop giving your attention to the thoughts that hold you back the thoughts that you thought were holding you back lose their power over you they are nothing but In the context of us moving through our ordinary every day, using our ordinary minds ordinarily, if we do have one of these flashes of brilliance, if I can put it like that, or if we experience the brilliance of one of these flashes, we will discount it, we'll dismiss it straight away, because it is so unrealistic. Now unrealistic is actually a word that is used widely by my clients, my program owners, when I meet them first. When I say to them, what kind of life do you really want to experience? And they say, well, first of all, I mightn't deserve it. And once we get over that hump, I say to them, you know, I'm asking you the question again, what kind of life would you really like to live? What kind of experiences would you really like to have? Have you ever had flashes of those experiences? And most people on reflection will say, yeah, not time. It has occurred to me, listen to those words carefully. It has occurred to me that this is what I'd like to do, or that is what I'd like to have. Now, I don't mean in terms of material possession, because as we know from previous conversations, joy, happiness, carefreeness, peace of mind comes from within. It has nothing to do with what you have materially. In the same breath, I need to confirm That I don't mean that there is anything wrong with having material possessions either. So don't get me wrong on that one. But when people say to me, oh, yes, I I have had flashes, but they're unrealistic. Unrealistic is a word that is used as a cop out, it's an excuse for normal people staying normal. It's an excuse that normal people use to stay in their horribly uncomfortable comfort zone. We talked about the imaginary prison cell a couple of weeks ago as well. You need to notice these flashes after listening to this episode today. I would suggest to you that you sit somewhere quiet and do nothing for a while. Not reflect on what we've been talking about here today. Not reflect on whether you've had any of those flashes in the past. In other words, I'm not suggesting that you try to remember them because you know how difficult it is to remember something that you're trying to remember. An important aside here. Someone might say to you, who played alongside Tom Hanks in that film, whatever that film is? And you say, oh, it was, oh, it was, oh, 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 it's on the tip of my tongue. And then it's gone. But the answer will occur to you when you're doing something completely different. This is how these flashes occur to us whoever co-starred alongside Tom Hanks is neither here nor there we have more important far more important information stored in our subconscious mind that will literally spring to the surface when you give it the opportunity to do so so what I'm saying to you is after listening to this podcast find somewhere quiet to sit and just sit and watch the world go by And see, feel, hear, smell and taste where you are with your eyes wide open, obviously. And see what occurs to you. This is what we're actually talking about. The flashes occur to you. Who starred alongside Tom Hanks occurs to you. All good things coming from within will occur to you when you give them the space and time to come to the surface. Most people that I work with are afraid – this is an interesting one – afraid to write down what they really want, for starters, in case they write down the wrong thing, which is, by the way, probably what will happen if you go and write down what you want. Right now, for the simple reason that if you go and write down what you want right now, in fact, you'll be writing down what you think you want, based on the fact that you've been using your mind in a normal way all of your adult life up to now. But even when people begin to understand that there is a certain way of handwriting that allows what is inside occur to you and lead you forward in the same way as we talked in last week's episode about how this part of your mind will lead you to what is best for you rather than what you want or rather than what you think you want. Still, people will balk at the idea of setting their minds in case, as I said, they set the wrong goal or in case they close some of their opportunities down. Now, this is another important aside. If, for example, you think you want X, right? And X is obviously one of the 26 letters of the alphabet. If you set your mind to achieve X, you have closed out 25 other opportunities, the other 25 letters of the alphabet. What we need to do is set our minds to keep our eyes and minds wide open to the opportunities that we will recognize as synchronicities because they feel right in our intuitive mind, our instinctive mind, that will lead us towards the life that we would love to live. And that is what will occur to you when you give yourself the chance. As I said right at the beginning of this episode, Some of these things have probably occurred to you along the way already. And it may well happen that when you sit down and do a little nothing for a while, you will begin to recollect some of these flashes that you have had. Now, the flashes that we have, or the flashes that you may have, or the things that will occur to you when you give yourself the space and time to allow that happen, are insights into what is best for you. And what you need to do is allow yourself the, I was gonna say luxury, but it's actually a necessity of immersing yourself in those little insights. So you begin to get a feel for what it would be like to live a life that is different from what you have right now. The more we get into this, the more you realize just how different that can be. And for many, just how different it already is. I quoted at the end of last week's episode, somebody saying that she couldn't have imagined experiencing the peace of mind and the joy that she now experiences as a result of letting what is inside out. These insights will provide you with what could be described as an ideal picture. Now again, I've asked the question of people that I mentioned earlier on in a variety of different ways over the years, I would often ask them to describe their ideal life and they would laugh at the idea of me using the word ideal why would you not be entitled to your ideal life? Who made you think that you weren't entitled to all good things? Only the programming that you took on board, in particular of the things that people did to you when you were young and impressionable, has diverted you into the shadowlands of thought, whereby in those shadows you think the sun ain't shining on the other side of the hill. The sun is shining here. It isn't even on the other side of the hill. The sun is shining here if you just opened your eyes. And indeed, the sun is always shining inside. I referred to the fire in your belly last week. It's the same thing that we're talking about here. But when you have these flashes of ideal, you need to immediately be on your guard for what the thinking mind will throw at you. The thinking mind will throw at you, how could that happen? I can't see how that could happen. When will that happen? I can't see it happening any time in the near future. What might actually bring it about? It's slightly different from how. But the key thing that the thinking mind will throw at you is, why do you think that you deserve it? Now, this brings us to the why of everything. You only need to know why you want your ideal life. You only need to know why you want what is best for you. You only need to know why what is best for you and for those you love. Let's explore this for just a minute. I have a particular goal in mind at the moment. I'm not going to tell you what it is, and I'll tell you why I'm not going to tell you in a couple of minutes. I have a particular goal in mind at the moment. It is a goal for me. It is a goal for my beautiful wife. And it is a goal for my three wonderful children. In other words, I have five whys. I know exactly why I want to achieve whatever, however, and whenever that comes to pass. In other words, I only need to know the why. My thinking mind would say to me, well, I don't know when that's going to happen. More importantly, it would say, how do you think that's going to happen? Now think about that phrase for a moment. How do you think it's going to happen? I don't need to think how it's going to happen. My intuitive mind already knows how, it already knows when, and it already knows what. All I need to know is why. So what's your why? Now the most fundamental why, I can, all, I can actually answer that question for you. Your why is that you deserve to live your life to the full. That is the purpose of your life, that's your why. And if you live your life to the full, you are going to be able to spread the fullness of life to those around you, to those you love, to those with whom you work, to those with whom you collaborate. You are going to be able to spread the joy, so to speak, but it all starts with you and you deserving to live your life to the full. There is no bigger why. But again... Uh, I have five whys, and probably if you reflected upon it, you'd have multiple whys too. And you don't need to know anything about the how, the when, or the what. I'll explain exactly, as I've explained before, but it bears repeating, I'll explain exactly why you don't need to know any of those things. When you were a hunter-gatherer, or sorry, when we were hunter-gatherers, when humans were hunter-gatherers many centuries ago, many millennia ago. Our why was survival. To survive, continue the species, and thrive. That that was our why. I suppose you could put it in another way. Our why was to live our life to the full that particular day. So I'm out hunting and gathering, and the bushes rustle in front of me, and a person-eating beast leaps from the bushes and confronts me. Now I know my why. If I stop to think about my how, when, or what, I'd be dead meat. Instead, the intuitive part of my mind knows what I need to do, how I need to do it, and where that will get me to, out of danger. It all happens in the twinkling of an eye. There is none of your thinking mind involved, There is no thought involved, there is no second guessing involved, it is intuitive and instinctive. That is how your brain works now. All you need to know is your why. And if you have had flashes of the life that you would love to live, or if I can put it another way, your ideal life, if you have had those flashes, they are simply flashes of the what that will give you your why. You leave the when and the how to the person who knows, the inner you, the instinctive intuitive you that knows best. When you get this sense of what you really want, now you know what I mean by that phrase, I don't mean I want, I want, I want. When you get this sense of what is your ideal life, you need to write it down. There are a whole load of reasons, scientific reasons, as to why you need to write it down. I'm not going to go into the science of it in this particular episode. We've touched on it before, and no doubt we'll touch on it again, but you need to write it down. You need to write it down as if you already have it. Now, some (laughs) alarm bells will go off in some people's minds when I say that for the simple reason they'll say, oh, you're talking about the law of attraction. I just have to wish it and it will come about. That ain't what I'm talking about at all, because ultimately what I'm talking about is Galvanizing your mind to say, yeah, I've had this flash and I believe it. So I'm going to let it happen by taking the action I need to take to get me there. I don't know what action that is at the moment, because that's just how. I will be informed by me if I tune myself into the here and now as to what I need to do and say moment to moment to get me to where I have seen in my mind's eye that flash of my ideal life. You just need to let it happen by doing what you need to do. So this is action orientated, but a big, 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 big word of caution. Because, The normal mind will think that what we really want is unrealistic. Because the normal mind will think that we don't deserve to live life to the full, though we should be struggling and stressed like everybody else. And because we are surrounded by people with normal minds, we need to be incredibly careful as to with whom we share our vision of our ideal life because there are so many people around you, your friends and many of your who you think of as friends included, who would love to see you failing. I know it's a terrible thing to say, but basically we're talking about normal crazy people who want other people to stay normal and crazy with them because it makes them feel safer. You must remember from an evolutionary point of view, there is safety in numbers. You need to ensure that you hold those cards close to your chest because if enough people rubbish it, if enough people say to you, ah, you're mad, are you? You know, that's unrealistic. That's stupid. That's not, that's never going to happen. If enough people say that to you, it opens the door to your thinking mind to block your own progress forward towards the life that is your ideal life. I was talking about this to a group of people in Ireland many, many years ago in a workshop. I was talking about how people begrudge others' success. I was saying it was a particularly Irish thing, and there was a lady in that group who happened to be Canadian. She was living in Ireland at the time, but she had lived in Toronto, uh, grown up in Toronto and had worked in Toronto. And she had worked in a design house in Toronto, and the head of design used to come in every morning and park his car. And then one morning he came in and he had bought himself a brand new red sports car. And he parked it carefully between the lines. And he got out and looked at it to make sure that it was equidistant from both lines so that nobody would bang their doors into his car when they opened their car doors having parked. He would polish little marks on it every morning and this was his pride and joy and this went on for a couple of weeks and then one evening he came out from work and one of his colleagues possibly somebody who he thought was one of his friends had taken their car key and run it along the whole length of one side of his car around the front and down the other side of the car You need to be careful that you don't give normal crazy people the opportunity to rubbish your dreams. You need, as I said, to keep those cards close to your chest. So there are a couple of key messages from this particular episode, the most important one of which was right at the beginning. And it's not so much a message, it is an instruction to you. It is something that I... I actually really want you to do I can only suggest obviously but as I said earlier on and I'm going to leave you with this after you finish listening to this obviously not immediately after you probably have other things to do but allocate some time for yourself to do nothing and allow what's inside out see what occurs to you because at the end of the day when it comes to your ideal life or the life that you would love to live, or the life that is best for you, you already have the answers. You already know. You've been listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go. To get involved, join me in my Facebook group, strangely enough called To Succeed, Just Let Go. And for more information, visit www.willie-willie.com.